Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Hey, I'm Andy Holmes. I'm the host of The Goat Guide, a training ground for salespeople to go from good to great to goat. Last name ever. First name greatest, like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 6 of The Goat Guide. I just want to say thank you to people who have reached out and either given support or suggestions. It really means a lot. The whole reason I'm doing this podcast is to just give back. I've been doing this job for 7 years. This is actually going to be my 8th summer and I know how amazing this job can be and I also know how terrible this job can be. So today, I want to give you guys my thoughts on the dark side of sales. A lot of people have read the book by Tim Grover, Relentless, and then he followed it up with Winning. He talks about the dark side in that book, and a lot of people don't quite understand what he means because he says you need to get to know your demons. You need to almost pour them a drink and invite them to sit and hang out. And those demons are the thoughts that keep you up at night, the things that you worry about first thing in the morning, the things that you regret or that you fear for the future. And a lot of people have talked to me about that. And most people don't really understand what he's getting at because it sounds cool. Kobe, that Michael Jordan, all these people almost had like their alternate ego, their alternate personality that they would just dip into when they wanted to be absolutely elite. But really the dark side isn't this place that you enter into when you're in the zone or when you're trying to close out a competition, but it's really using your fears and your failures and your regrets as fuel to succeed in the future. Because some people have stumbling blocks and they trip. Other people step on those stumbling blocks and they use that as a step up as a platform to get to the next level. And it is interesting because the dark side, it's basically embracing all the things that you don't want to embrace and the things that you don't want to think about. Like that negative self-talk that people say you need to block out. I think that that's actually really dumb advice. You shouldn't block out negative talk. You should understand why it's there. Why do you have that pit in your stomach before going out and knocking? Why are you so worried about being slightly behind on your goal? Like all those things, if not understood, then they just end up getting in your way. It makes it so that way you don't work as hard because you feel hopeless. You feel like, what's the point? And so, like I said, it's, The dark side is using your fears as fuel and your goal should be big enough. Whatever your goal is for the summer, for the year, it should be big enough to conquer those fears and doubts and it should directly solve them. What I mean by that is if you're, if you're single and you're worried about finding the right spouse. Okay. Well, let's just kind of reverse engineer this. Okay. If you want a top-level spouse, be a top-level person that deserves a top-level spouse. I guarantee you this, a 10 out of 10 wife 
a 10 out of 10 prospect is not going to be interested in somebody who who sulks when he's down, who quits when it gets tough. That's what leads to divorce. That's what leads to unhealthy relationships. So if I understand that that's a fear that I have, even though it's not tied to the job at all, I can now use this job to better myself as a person and prove that that is the type of person that I am. And that gives me more confidence and it helps me overcome that fear of, of marrying the wrong person, at least in a sense. When I was growing up, I was good at a lot of things naturally. I would actually make the argument that I was like, naturally, I was just better at most things than most other people. But what would happen is if I got discouraged or if I didn't think that I was going to be one of the top of the top, I would bow out. I would quit. I would pivot away. And that's what happened when I walked out at basketball tryouts. That's what happened when I didn't try to keep going for the football team. Like so many different instances, I wasn't a finisher. When the going got really tough or discouraging, I would quit. And so what I did with this job was I realized that that is not who I want to be as a person. And so every summer... I would progressively go harder and harder and harder. And I was always the hardest working person on my team, but I would always find a way to do a tiny bit more. And it's crazy because August of every single year is always my biggest month of the year, hands down. Most of the time, it's not even close. And it's because I'm digging so much deeper. And I realize that, hey, I'm a finisher. I can't control exactly what numbers I'm going to put on the board. I can't control how many people accept an appointment or how many people buy from me. But what I can do is I can control all the hours I'm working, the intensity, the focus, eliminating distractions. And therefore, I know that, hey, even if I'm not as fast in the fourth quarter of a game because I am gassed, I am tired, I can run till I'm lightheaded and about to puke and feel good about myself because I'm giving that full maximum effort. And now I can identify myself as a finisher, as a closer. And I think that it's really important to understand what your fears are. That way you can understand what your why actually is. And a few questions that I've asked reps over the years to better understand what they're actually worried about or what their actual why should be is... I'll just list a few of them off. Why is it so important that you hit your goal? What happens if you hit it? What do you miss out on if you don't? And maybe that's this year. Maybe that's down the road as well. Because if you're wanting to turn this into a career and be able to recruit, you succeeding this year gives you that extra clout, that extra prominence to recruit well it, it makes it a little bit easier because people can buy into your story and if you fail then you don't have that that means you make less money next year that means that it's that much harder to get into some of these investments it's that much harder to get ahead and take care of your family so i've done this training with a few different reps and i'm not going to mention any names but 
I was talking with this one rep and hopefully he's not too mad at me sharing, but I'm not going to disclose who it is. But he said, Andy, I was great in pest control. This last year, I kind of just, I let myself down. I was unhappy. I wasn't working as hard as I should have. It was my least productive year and my family is suffering because of it. And I was just like, okay, keep going. And he told me that this year needs to be his redemption year. And I was like, okay, what do you mean by that? What do you mean this needs to be your redemption year? And he's like, I, I need to, I, I can't have another year like that. I'm worried that if I get out there, I might just fall back into the same habits. And I was like, okay, we're missing something here. Because if your why was strong enough, you wouldn't have any fear about falling back into those same habits because there's no way that you accept those habits. I told him that the only reason he would be worried about having a repeat as far as actions goes as last year was if he didn't figure out the actual consequences for hitting his goal or missing his goal. And I think that that goes for all reps actually, because if people actually understood how much benefit they would get from hitting their goal, not just now, but in the future, from the confidence, from the lessons learned, from the money that can be invested, like your success now is so important. You just don't see how many times over it multiplies. Success compounds. If you win big today, you win bigger tomorrow and in the future, future years. And so taking it easy now really multiplies and screws you up for a lot of different opportunities later in life. And I actually think that that's one of the main reasons why reps give up and why they don't end up hitting the goals that they set out for is because they don't understand the actual consequences, whether those be good or bad. So quit being so nonchalant about work. Focus in every minute. Try to score. Try to sell every single door and try to go that much harder because you won't regret it. So what I did is I asked him how much money he wants to make this year. He said 250 grand. And I said, why? What is that actually going to do for you? And he's like, okay, well, let's say 50 to 100 grand for living, 50K to buy my wife a car. And then the rest of it was to get a house or to get a, I think part of it was for a house and part of it was for investing. And I could be slightly off on those numbers. But anyways, I was like, okay, your wife, you're trying to get her like a, a, a nicer car. And he said, no, we had to sell her car because we couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford to have both cars and insurance on both cars. So we had to sell it. Honestly, I was, I was walking around outside as I was on this phone call and like that hit me. And then as we kept talking, another thing that he said was he got a text from his wife and I think that it happened multiple times where she asked when the next paycheck was coming in so that way she could make a purchase. And he told me that he put his family in a really bad position financially this last year and it, and it broke his heart and it broke mine. And so what I helped him realize was that 250K, 
him succeeding at this job, him hitting his goal, it wasn't for the car. It wasn't for the investments. What it really was, was to give his wife the life that she deserves. Okay. And I think I might've skipped this, but his wife kind of grew up poor and he grew up not poor, but he didn't always have, like, they didn't have a ton extra. Like, if they wanted something, he felt guilty asking for it. If it wasn't Christmas or his birthday. And what we kind of realized was his goal wasn't to make 250K. That wasn't his why for working hard. His why for working hard was to take care of his wife and kids. It was to spoil them. It was to make it so that way they don't have to worry about finances ever. It was so that way he could be happy because when he wasn't working, that guilt was making him unhappy. He knew it was his fault. So him needing to go work hard and bust his butt this summer is because at the end of the day, he wants happiness for himself, for his wife, for his child. And understanding how deep those wants and desires are and how terrible the fear of continuing in that or the sadness of, of being in that situation or potentially being like his parents that are still working, that are stuck. They can't retire, but they also can't make a lot of money. And he just realized that what he's really trying to do is make it so that way he doesn't have that same life. He wants to give himself and his family, a life that they never had, a life where they don't have to worry. Because money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure eliminates quite a bit of sadness. And so back to the dark side, by understanding what he was sad about, what he was fearful about, he was able to double down. And now he has extra cookies in his cookie jar that he can tap into when things are tough on the job, when he is wanting to take a break. And now he's super motivated and going super gung-ho because he understands how important that is. It's making me think of, of other reps who have just told me that they're, they don't feel confident in themselves. They feel like they're imposters. They feel like they put, on a, they put on a face and then they don't actually perform. And it's like, that's super deep. Like, where is, like, where's this face? Why do you feel like you're not performing? By, by understanding that fear or that regret or that embarrassment, all of a sudden, that rep is now able to use this job and use hitting his goal to overcome that, which is not only a super satisfying thing and a super good thing for, for each individual's life, but it's also... It, it, it makes hitting your goal that much more necessary, that much more dire. I've said this a few times, but imagine if, you're, imagine if your kid was stuck at the airport, okay? And you're going and you're driving to go pick your kid up from the airport or your wife or whoever. You're driving to go pick your kid or your wife up from the airport and there's a road closed. You don't just turn around and say, well, hopefully it opens up by tomorrow. Like, your kid, your wife, they're freaking at the airport. Figure out a way 
to go get him. It sucks that it's going to be slower, but it's non-negotiable. You're not leaving your kid at the airport. You're not leaving your wife. Like, you're not just going to say, hey, you know, find a comfy seat and maybe I see you later. Maybe I don't. Your destination is not negotiable. And this rep's family, their success, their happiness, his happiness, it's not negotiable. Feeling like an imposter, that's a pretty sucky thing. If you realize how much you don't want that, that's so motivating to go just perform and guarantee your goal. Okay, And so the dark side, the whole pouring the drink, befriending your demons... It's realizing that those are the things, like those demons, those fears, those are the things that are going to be able to give you the most resilience to just ball out and make it happen. Goat reps don't have contingencies. They don't have backup plans. You know the whole, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket? That quote, it's stupid. (laughs) Why? What do you mean put your eggs in different baskets? You put all of your eggs into the basket that you're currently in, and then you watch that basket like a hawk. Michael Jordan was the most present athlete alive, and that's why he's the GOAT. He didn't worry about whether he was going to get a sale or whether he wasn't going to hit his goal or whether he was behind. He He didn't let those things get to him. Like, let me ask you this. If you're waking up and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to go knock, or you have anxiety or you have that pit in your stomach, or you have that guilt, that fear because you're not taking, you're not making enough money, you're not going to hit your goal, that kind of stuff. What now? Do you slow down? Do you take a break? Do you hop on your phone to, to hopefully reset? I hope not. When when you let those fears go unchecked or you just try to like shoo them away, you know, stop that negative self-talk, those things get stronger and they actually debilitate you. Just kind of like, you know that story about the tree that got had the axe left in it and 20 years later, the tree split during a storm because the axe was never removed? It's that same thing. Like maybe you can push by it a little bit but it's still there and it will debilitate you. What happens oftentimes is reps, they're not on track for their goal. And so they say, ah, what's the point? And they start slowing up even more. And it's like, okay, if you're not on pace for your goal, don't slow up. Instead, speed up, double down. You're already giving up the four months for the summer. You're already giving up those eight, 10 hours in that day. You're already giving up that week. You've already paid the price for admission. Now just get everything you can out of it. Because if you're just sitting around, if you're just taking your foot off the gas versus pushing down on it, you're going to be in a way worse off spot. And so understanding your fears and understanding your demons makes it that much easier to push because there really shouldn't be any contingencies. There is no backup plan. Your wife, your kid, they're stranded. Imagine it's not the airport. Imagine it's behind enemy lines, kidnapped, whatever it is. Think about what that situation is where it's like, come hell or high water, it doesn't matter. Like, I would make this happen. And now, go make it happen. 
But do that with your goals. Make your goals so important to you that it's not negotiable. You can't not hit your goal because of what that would mean, because of how much pain and sadness that would bring. Like for me, I really want to spoil my wife and kids. I want to give them everything. I want to give them every single opportunity possible. I don't, I don't want to ever have to tell my wife no if she think for something that she thinks is a good idea, something that she wants. Honestly, I've done a lot to make it so that way she is just spoiled. Whether that's expensive handbags, whether that's expensive veneers, expensive trips, building this massive home. Like what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give my family everything. And it means a lot to me that my family is happy. And so the best thing I can do to stack those odds is put them in a spot where their friends are going to have parents who actually are involved and who actually care. Parents who don't have to miss children's events and who can actually be at home and help raise their kids. Because I want Dawson, I want Ruthie, I want Heath, I want my kids to be able to succeed. And so I want to put them in that environment so that way they have a better chance at succeeding. But when I'm out knocking and when I'm going, it's not about hitting my goal. It's about giving my kids just the most incredible life ever. Guys, figure out what it is that scares you the most or that you can't live without. Or maybe it's the, the regrets that you have earlier in life. Maybe it's asking yourself, what is it that other people say? Most of us know that there's a certain thing that's said behind our back. Whether it's, oh, he was really good at pest, but he's a nobody in solar. Oh, he's dropped off. Oh, I told him he shouldn't do that job. Why is he still dinking around in, in door-to-door sales? When is he going to go get a job with benefits? Your ex-manager who said you wouldn't succeed where you're going, use those things as fuel. Because a big old pile of logs means that you have something to climb over. But if you light those logs on fire, all of a sudden that creates a ton of extra energy. It just depends on how you use those logs, those materials. Sorry if that's a little weird and out there. But the reality of the situation is, guys... You're either going to hit your goals or you're not going to. And if you do hit your goals, it's because you pushed and you worked and you didn't let these negative things get in your way. And if you miss your goals, it's because you let up. You you took your foot off the gas. You weren't willing to do what it took. And I guarantee you, even people who slightly miss their goal, you know, maybe their goal was to to win the championship and they lost in the championship match. Even though they didn't hit their goal, they made it a ton further and therefore they're going to be a lot happier and have a ton more satisfaction because of it. So once again, guys, make sure that your goal is big enough to conquer your fears and doubts. Use this job as a way to purify yourself. Use this job as a way to overcome some of those fears. Like seriously, just about any and every fear that you have can be overcome one way or another through this job. And if you need help with all this, or if you're trying to overcome some of these fears and doubts and and you just can't, 
I mean, message me on Instagram, Andy the Solar Guy. Pretty easy. And to everybody who's just getting out of the learning curve, or to that experienced rep who isn't sure whether they should continue with the same goal or whether they should renegotiate. Focus. Realize that this job can give you everything. It really can. Just double down. To those reps who think that they're going super, super hard and they're just exhausted and tired, well, hey, that's the fun thing about life. You think that something's exhausting. You think that something's tiring. You run until you can't run anymore. And then your body's in that much better shape. And then you can actually run further and further. And it compounds. Success compounds. Losing, failing compounds. Figure out which direction you want the spiral to go. Do you want to go in some downward spiral or some upward spiral where you can just create endless opportunities? This job is very difficult and it's so incredible. It truly can purify you and help you overcome all those fears and doubts. The dark side is understanding what those are and using those as fuel to make it so that way your commitments are non-negotiable. Because I guarantee you that if you stick to your commitments, you'll be better off. You'll be happier. You'll have a better future and so will your family. You're the only person that loses by quitting on your commitments, by quitting on your goals, by quitting on yourself. If you think you're giving 80%, 90%, you're probably giving substantially less. Because if you don't feel like you're literally giving 100 0.0%, not even 99.9%, if you don't feel like you're giving everything, then you're leaving some on the table and you're probably leaving a lot more than you realize. Don't be slow to start. Win early and keep winning. Build. If anything that I've said today has been helpful, share it. Post about it on your Instagram story. Tag me. It means a lot. Because literally the only reason I'm doing this is to help you guys. Go make a ton of money. Go hit your goals and stay focused. You got this. Success is predictable. Success builds on itself. Appreciate you guys. See you next week. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here.